Orthopedic medicine is one of the least diverse medical specialties in the United States, and that could have an impact on patient care. But one orthopedic surgeon is aiming to change that through his Atlanta-based private practice, which is located in an underserved community. It's Monday, November 21st. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There are significant disparities along racial lines in the orthopedic specialty field. For patients, Black individuals are 30% less likely to undergo total hip and knee replacements compared to white patients, even though the rates of arthritis remain close to the same between groups. And those racial disparities extend to the field of orthopedic surgeons as well, with fewer than 2% of Black orthopedic physicians practicing in the United States. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily. On today's episode, we listen to my conversation with orthopedic surgeon Dr. Alonzo Sexton. A couple of years ago, he decided to open an all-Black private practice, ATL Orthopedics, with the aim of reducing the significant disparities in orthopedic care in an underserved area of metropolitan Atlanta. As a heads-up to listeners, we experienced some technical difficulties at the beginning of our conversation. As we get started, uh, could you tell me a little bit more about your background and ATL orthopedics? Yeah, well, you know, my experience is I've been in uh, clinical practice since 2006, uh, orthopedic surgeon with a specialty in sports medicine. I've had the opportunity to be a team doctor for the New York Jets, uh, the University of Georgia, Georgia State, now Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta. And most of my time has been spent in private practice, but about four years ago, or I'm sorry, about two years ago, started down a journey to, you know, what is now Orthopedics. And the reason we started the practice was really around this idea of being able to provide representative care. So racially concordant care for underserved communities, African-American patients do better with African-American physicians, a number of studies have suggested. And in orthopedics, there's a big pipeline problem in regards to the diversity numbers. If we look at the number of orthopedists in the country is about 30,000, slightly less than 2%, 1.9% are African-American. So there's somewhere around 600 African-American orthopedic surgeons in the country. And 
the practice that we started was really around this idea of can we build a practice that leans this idea in service of our patients to get outcomes because we believe that we can get better outcomes by using technology as well as this racially concordant care. And that was the the genesis of the practice. Myself and a uh, other uh, mid-career orthopedist, I'll say, were interested in this idea and really had gotten to the point where we've talked with our academy and talked with, you know, allies of creating uh, an environment where diversity is important and frankly got a little tired of waiting and said, well, let's go build it ourselves. And that was the the genesis and the get behind the practice. And we're, you know, currently two surgeons, but our, our, we have our sights on adding four surgeons over the next, hopefully 18 and 24 months, which would actually make us the largest black owned orthopedic group in the country. Yeah, and I want to get into all of that since it hits on a lot of issues in orthopedic medicine and it's really important across the board, uh, but especially in the community that you serve. Uh, And that leads into my next question. Uh, Can you talk a little bit more about where ATL Orthopedics is and why you chose to establish your practice there? We're located in what's called the Camp Creek Marketplace in the south of the city. And Atlanta's like many cities. There are sort of dividing lines oftentimes between the haves and the have-nots. And in Atlanta, that dividing would probably be I-20, which essentially splits the city into north and south. And when we started looking at locations and look where we were going to put the practice, if you look south of I-20 uh, at the amount of orthopedic access, it's dramatically different than north. And we're located in the zip code of 30331, which is actually the second largest zip code in the city of Atlanta. So it's about 65,000 people. And we are currently the only orthopedic practice that's located in that zip code. And it, it was startling, but not shocking necessarily, because there's a narrative about that, the community where we're located you know, frankly says there are certain communities that don't deserve us to care and that both patients are willing to travel and go other places. And since we opened in February, you know, the, the community response has been amazing because we're providing a service that previously wasn't available in the community, which is quality access to orthopedic care. And so we chose that location for a reason. We're located there because of the need. And what's interesting is we ask everyone who comes to the practice, we say, well, you know, we really haven't done much marketing per se. And we ask them, well, how did you find our practice? And it's pretty much always the same answer. They say, look up orthopedic surgeon and nearby Google and yours was the only one that popped up. And, you know, it's pretty startling that in a city like Atlanta, you can have such a disparity in healthcare access and orthopedics. So Black Americans make up about 50% of Atlanta's population. Um, Can you talk about why the Black community having access to orthopedic care is so crucial for long-term health? Well, I think that's the the clear uh, message is around outcomes. And if we think about trends in health, right, you know, we talk about value-based care. We talk about how to get the most value is to provide the best outcomes at the cheapest cost. So the question is, well, how do you get good outcomes in certain populations where there's historically been somewhat of a lack of, you know, trust and responsiveness. And obviously this came through in COVID where the messenger matters. And with what we do on a, on a day-to-day basis in orthopedics is we, through people's lives, like I used to 
tell people, Hey, I do sports medicine. And, you know, you have these images of, you know, athletes, but really what sports medicine is, I started to tell people is, you know, we help people get back what they've lost. Like that's what, what, you know, patients come to us because they've lost the ability to do something that's important to them. You know, whether it's, you know, I'd be playing a sport, but it also might be working a job, walking their dog or traveling. And that's what we do. We help people get that back into so an environment in which there's not trust and not communication, then it's going to affect outcomes. And there's a study that was done. It was actually done in Oakland and it wasn't orthopedics, but it was cardiovascular related. And what they found, the study was looking specifically at, well, if we just change one factor, which is the patient and the doctor are really concordant. So as a black patient, they get a black doctor what do outcomes look like? And they, you know, they actually were able to demonstrate like a 20% decrease in, in cardiovascular mortality just with changing that factor. And the question is, well, why would that be? And, and I don't think it's that much of a stretch to understand that the most paramount part of that relationship is trust. And for, you know, reasons that we can talk about, but, you know, are probably pretty obvious to people, there's just an inherent trust better vacation and probably better patient engagement with patients that have physicians that look like them and feel like they have somewhat of a shared experience. Now, I want to go back to something you mentioned a moment ago, which is that you're looking to expand your practice. And we hit on some statistics about the makeup of the overall orthopedic field. Can you talk first about why it's crucial to recruit more physicians from different backgrounds uh, to be able to engage in representative care? Um, And how can the field of orthopedics diversify? Well, what I think about orthopedics, um, specifically why it's important, is that I think most people do think of it as a specialty um, practice. But what's interesting is that for people that self-report to the doctor, the highest percentage of what they self-report to, meaning like I hurt something or I have a problem, I'm going to call the doctor myself, the highest percentage of that is like 50% is for orthopedic care. So if you think about well, I sprained my ankle, like I don't need to call my primary care office for that. I know I need an orthopedic surgeon or I, I, you know, hurt my back. You know, I, I know I need to see the orthopedic. So we have this touch point to a, a large number of patients. And the other statistic that's interesting is that one in two adults has some sort of musculoskeletal problem. So you're talking about a tremendous number of people that have issues that we service. And if we think, or if we believe like we do, we believe that the best way to get good outcomes, you know, for uh, African-American patients, at least, is to have physicians that match that from a uh, racial standpoint, then you're now saying, well, there's a large number of people that are not getting as good of outcomes that they can, because we know, you know, in Atlanta, you know, there's a million African-American adults, essentially, and that have some sort of musculoskeletal problem uh, based on the statistics. And if we're not able to service them, because of historical disparities, then it affects the entire system, really. And that's why I think it's so critical in orthopedics. And again, the pipeline problem is not something that is going to change overnight. But, you know, again, we've been talking about it for a decade or more. And so at some point it becomes, well, you know, let's work with the folks that want to work with this, but we're not necessarily waiting for anyone to fix this problem. And we're leveraging technology to expand our reach as, as the, you know, limited number of individuals to try to get access to more, be, be able to have more access to more patients. So that that's the interplay between what we're doing is this 
you know, understanding that there's a need for representative care, but we really pragmatically can't do it. So what are the other ways that we can actually expand the reach? That was Dr. Alonzo Sexton, the CEO and co-founder of ATL Orthopedics, which is based in Atlanta, Georgia. He joined me to talk about his private practice and his goal of making orthopedic care more accessible. This has been Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. We'll be back with healthcare business and policy news updates tomorrow, as always, in 10 minutes or less. In the meantime, you can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Daily Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.